0: everybody, it's Melissa Killily here, your host of The Melissa Killily Show. Welcome. We're here live in the studio at Finger Lakes One TV, and we're going to have some fun today with some great guests who really embody the concept of living your passion, literally. Um, in the meantime, for those of you who don't know me, I am a mompreneur, so I'm always balancing the busyness of building a business and being mom. And you know, if you've watched this show before, how much I love working with people who are truly living their passion and purpose in this life. And um, in my own journey, that took quite some time to figure out. So I spent 10 years in finance and feeling like I was running around on a hamster wheel that I finally had to jump off. But now that I have embraced this world of entrepreneurship, I've been able to spend a lot of my time just building relationships and connecting with incredible human beings who are truly doing that, living their passion. So today in the studio, I'm really excited because we have the CEO and President of Passion into Profits. So talk about taking those two worlds together, entrepreneurship and finance. So for me, this speaks so closely to my heart. Um, So we are here with Shelley Hoffman and Amanda Funk. Two incredible women, and they're going to be sharing their stories in terms of like where they came from, what their passion is. Their name speaks to most of it, but I'd love for you to hear about their journey and what their legacy is um, as we chat with them here in the studio today. Thanks for joining me, ladies.
1: Sure, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so um, I would love for you to share with everyone, you know, what passion into profits is all about. So either one of you. Go ahead, or both.
1: <laughs> so, Passion into Profits really developed this year after an extensive workshop that we put on in Cortland, New York. And Shelley came to me very bravely and said, "Hey, we should do this together." And the premise behind Passion into Profits is working with small businesses and ensuring they have all the fundamental pieces in place so they can focus on what their passion really is and turn it into something that ends up being profitable and they're not spending their day beating their head against the wall. And we're doing that through one-on-one coaching, we're doing that through group consulting, and we're doing that through
0: workshops that we're gonna have throughout the next year. I love it, I love it. Now, the two of you have other businesses besides Passion Into Profits where you're also living your passion. Could you both just share a little bit about your businesses and how you sort of evolved into this work?
2: sure um so i started out actually after i graduated as a teacher and from teacher i went into different businesses finding my home in real estate and what real estate or all those businesses did is they led up to um encompassing the world of real estate really networking business-minded teaching people Uh, first-time home buyers are my favorite because you're um you're teaching them how to appreciate and search for their home and um and really monetize what they're doing into their future but um, but the core of it is I started doing co-branding videos because what my true passion is that I found, and I found that from working with Amanda, is I like helping people. Uh, and that's what Passions Into Profit is to me. It's helping people who have the idea of a business and making it profitable for them. Um, so when I can do that for other people, just like Amanda, that is uplifting to me. And being in real estate gives me the flexibility to still help other people with their passions as well. Fantastic, and, and how about you, Amanda?
1: Oh, goodness, my journey started years ago. I've actually been running and managing my own marketing and public relations firm since 2013. Um, And I spent all these past six years really working with small businesses and not-for-profits and helping them spread their message through multiple platforms and media content pieces and no matter how good of a campaign we built i began noticing a reoccurring pattern that if they didn't have the structures in place to support what they were advertising they were going to fail no matter how much effort we put into it and my passion really is helping people find success on their terms Mm -hmm. so when I realized the missing pieces were the foundational elements, as like, we can teach that. That is something that we can correct. And, and these people can really get their word out there. They can live their passion and they can develop a business into something that is not only sustainable for their families, but sustainable for their employees and community as well. And that's where Shelly and I really connected was building the community around the businesses that we were supporting. Mm-hmm. And that's where Passion to Partners was born.
0: Yeah, I think about the two of you, and it's almost like a yin and a yang, right? Yes. You have some skills that are and passions that are so similar, um, but you also have others that are so complementary. Like when I think of you, Shelley, having met you through WBOC, like you—you're the quintessential networker. Right, like when, when you say you love helping people, I watch mm-hmm. it unfold in every moment of conversation, which I is do. so fun. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and Amanda, getting to know you, you know, and your work is so great too, because I see that branding piece, I see that marketing piece, I see that community piece. But more than anything, what I see from both of you is this ability to have this kind of high level, integrative systems thinking all the time, while also maintaining attention to detail. And that can be really challenging. Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, It's communication,
1: communication, communication. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. I think Shelly and I, over the next 10 years, are going to have any marriage therapist's dream (laughs) as far as communication goes. And it really boils down to figuring out what operational pieces will work for you Mm -hmm. and what you will maintain and update as you Mm -hmm. move forward versus, hey, I've got this idea, we're gonna run with it over here. Um, And I'll be honest, I'm guilty of that too. Like I'll try this platform, not like it, and stall sometimes. But once you find that right platform to document your efforts, to follow up with your client resource management systems, or whatever even email integration you need to use, Mm -hmm. once those pieces are in place and you ensure that you're sharing those details back and forth, that's how you ensure you can get the details and the, the long
2: yard vision at the same time. And I think the key part of it is really communication. I talk to Amanda now more than I talk to my dad, my children, <laughs> anybody. I, sometimes she's the first call I make in the morning and the last call I make at night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's huge because if you're not communicating and you're not open and honest with, um, with the feedback of what we're doing and knowing that you can be honest with the feedback. I mean, it's huge in a partnership. It's huge in a business. And if we want to grow and be where we want to be in five years, uh, I hope we continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I love it. So social marketing, I know, is a
0: huge piece of what you do, and it's at the heart of my entrepreneurial spirit. So um, you know, being in network marketing this this is like the lifeblood of you know our survival. So um, I would love for you to share. One of the um, events that you have coming up that really spoke to my team, because we all need to continuously improve, you know, be becoming more authentic, being able to truly show up. You know we talk about Facebook, and you know, there are so many people out there who post the most outrageous things on Facebook, <laughs> and I think about it, and I'm like, I've always thought about it like my home or my storefront, and I'm standing outside shaking someone's hand. And so, you know, I don't get into what I had for lunch, unless I'm you know, talking about my shakes, right? Um, but I, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. I, I really try to focus on like, how does a person come to know me through what's going on here? How can I share things that matter to me that might also help find my people, help find my community? So um, share, if you would share your thoughts on social marketing and also this event that's coming up that I'm so excited for.
1: Go ahead, Amanda. So in my <laughs> humble opinion, social media marketing is one of the most important things that you can do for your business, for your brand, for your organization. It is the platform that your visitors, your customers, their network, that's where they're going to find you. Uh, Facebook, I don't know if you know this or not, is quickly becoming the top three search engine bars on the Mm. internet. So you have Google, you have Bing, and you have Facebook. Interesting. So if you're not on a social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, WeChat, whatever you want, if you're not on a platform where your core audience is, they're not going to be able to connect with you. And Shelly does a great job about connecting um, boots on the ground operation to social media operations by incorporating the videos that she does with Mm -hmm. community members and businesses, and Shelly, do you wanna talk about how those videos are building a following for you?
2: Um, Well, I'm getting known through the videos, I'll be honest. Um, I have people reaching out to me and stating, here's a great event that's going on, would you like to come and do a video? So it's nice, first off, that people are watching them, so thank you. Um, But it's really, it goes back to being authentic to who you are, and this is part of what Amanda and I are gonna talk about in our classes, be authentic. Melissa's authentic in all her postings that she does. That's why you don't see her food post because it's not her passion. <laughs> um, you know, Amanda and I have different passions. so our Facebook pages and our, our social media looks a little bit different, but the drive behind it is the same. So if I just have one piece to say to you, is just be authentic. So authentic to me is I'm a talker. Might be a shock to a lot of people, but <laughs> videos allow me to talk. They allow me to use my expression. They allow me to connect with people visually. And that, for whatever reason, is um, it shows my passion. I hear it all the time, that you can see the passion in my voice, or hear the passion in my voice, see it in my face. Um, And that's what videos allowed me to do. So you won't see a lot of quotes or a lot of pictures on my Facebook page because it's not authentic to me, but that may not be authentic to you. So it's about finding your authenticness into the social media platforms.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and I will shamelessly actually use that moment as a plug, too, for another one of the programs that I've worked with for a long time, which is um, American Real Live Tribe 21. So for those of you who are, who are out there who go look up Shelly Hoffman and you see how great she is at doing videos and just making other people feel comfortable on their videos, right? Like just connecting with people and being there and being present and showcasing whatever event or um, situation is unfolding around her, you might get intimidated right because there's a lot of people out there who will say to me and even on my own team like I just don't feel comfortable with that I just don't know how to do that and uh, American Real Life Tribe 21 is a great space to be able to go in and just start getting accountable and consistent at posting 60 seconds a day so that you can find your voice because you sort of have to weed through you know the the layers it's kind of like walking into a room and some people will start with small talk right and you know yeah. i'm not that girl like yeah. I, I don't want to talk about the weather or you know whether or not you're done with your christmas shopping like i want to get to something you right right because you both have amazing things to say so you know so instead of having small talk on your videos you know this is a way to kind of get past that first bail and when you're getting on your own Facebook page to really just be able to speak to people and let them see who you are and showcase that authenticity. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it's interesting to me because the two of you are so passionate, you're promoting a business that's all about passion, but I know there have to be bumps in the road, right? So. Again, I know communication is key and all of that, but like, talk to me about some of the struggles that you might have with clients. Like, What are some of the things that you see out there in the world that are the challenges that you're working through with the people that you're serving?
2: Hey, you go first every time, maybe. <laughs> um, I think the
1: biggest challenge I personally see with my small businesses is they go into business with a dream and a passion without any real support in what a business structure looks like for longevity Uh, we can all beat our head against the wall at something for a year or two but if you want it to be sustainable for 5 10 15 20 years you need to build a solid foundation that you can grow upon Mm -hmm. and the biggest challenge they have is they they thought really hard about this, they went into business, they love what they're doing, they open the doors and they're ready for business and then what? Right. So the biggest challenge is helping them get past the and then what stage Mm -hmm. or say they have done the and then what stage and now their business has gone long enough that they're handing over the keys to the next generation Mm -hmm. and next generation has this this onus on them to carry forward the family name and they have that and then what Mm. moment so working with folks and helping them craft their story Mm -hmm. in a way that is presentable to their ideal clientele and customers but is also as shelly said authentic to who they are and what their brand is is one of the biggest challenges because we all want to present this picturesque best five percent of our lives on facebook But people aren't dealing with your best 5%. They're dealing with your 95%. And how to turn that into something that is not a drain on your social media, but
2: is authentic and real, that can be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I i agree with that and you had mentioned that amanda and i are kind of yin and yang which is in our logo because Mm -hmm. we really are so that's something what amanda talked about she's really good at she gets people um, to understand what they need to do to be successful my biggest struggle is time and um, going past comfort zones so a lot of people think that they see amanda who's being successful they see you being successful they don't understand the time and effort and planning that you put in to make that happen. They just see the outcome. So they Mm -hmm. think that it doesn't take that time, that dedication, that hard work, and they just want it to happen naturally. Mm -hmm. And that's not entrepreneurship. I mean, everybody who is succeeding or striving to succeed knows the hours that are put into to make that happen. And then just go past your comfort zone. I've watched Amanda give people a business plan that I know will take them to another level. Um, it, but it's out of their comfort zone. So I do try and guide people out of their comfort zone, but that is a struggle for me because I can visualize what they can accomplish if yeah. they just take that leap. Yes. Um, and it's just getting people to take take the leap is hard for me. If they, um, It's hard to know how great someone can be and they can't see it themselves yet. Right, right.
0: Or, you know, if they've started to have that vision and that idea of how great they can be, Missing that middle ground, which is like the daily consistent activity, you know, staying on top of like consistent social media present and like all of it is so important and um, I'm just I'm grateful for the work that you both do. I am so very much. I Would love to know I know you were talking about um, You know the next generation coming on and you know taking over the business and what their ideal clients are but Who are your ideal clients? Like who are the people out there that you would love to work with the most? Like who do you feel you best serve at this moment in time?
2: Oh, look at her, she wants me to go first, fine. The um, ideal for me is anybody that has that thirst for knowledge. Um, You know, the teacher in me, the trainer in me, uh, somebody that really wants to take something that I've I've been through or Amanda's been through and they really wanna learn from the very, very beginning Um, to the end. So selfishly it would be real estate. I'm uh, approved to teach real estate now in the state of New York. We talked about Passions to Profit having um, some type of real estate classes as well. Um, So that's a goal for me in the future but ideally um, that would probably be um, something that I would really enjoy doing as far as clients. And then um, networking, people that want to go out and um, put their personalities, their service, their client, um, the clients they want to serve, and get out there and and show me how they're doing it and wanting to share that with me because we like to share everybody's wins and their aha moments instead of the people that keep it to themselves.
0: Yeah,
2: I love that. Amanda? I would have to
1: say my ideal client for us is the hungry client, the client that has a dream, that has a goal and has a drive, and just may need a roadmap on how to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone who has been thinking about this for years or months if they're one of those people who just jump into opportunities. Uh, But someone who is genuinely and earnestly looking to grow a business and not just a highly expensive hobby.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. So we have one class that we know of that we can offer to everyone coming up, which is the January class, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you want to share the details again? And Sure. okay. So January
1: 10th from 5 to 7 uh, in Baldwinsville, The webs- our website uh, passionsintoprofits.help backslash book now has a link for all the details. And we're going to be covering on how to leverage your social media in 2019. Uh, what do the algorithms require, Uh, what's the best content to put up there, what are the rules for the gatekeepers, and honestly, what is the etiquette and how to present your best self on social media while promoting your business and putting yourself in a position to make a profit and Shelly's gonna be teaching a large portion on the class, and I'm gonna be teaching a large portion. And you're gonna see us yin and yang back and forth. (laughs) And you're gonna see how a team, a partnership, uh, can bring information to small businesses and how small businesses can walk away, and even not-for-profits. So I don't wanna eliminate organizations that feel they need additional social media support. Uh, But those who need help, Uh, Well, Shelly and I are going to be able to ping-pong back and forth and get the answers to those questions that have been driving them nuts and aren't necessarily Googleable.
0: All right. I love it. (laughs) I love it. And as long as people are following your website, they'll be able to keep up with upcoming events. So that's great.
1: Yes. We'll be putting all of our upcoming events on our website. We'll be putting them on Facebook. You'll be able to find them on Eventbrite. Um you'll be able to find them on our various social media pages because we each still have our business page that will uh share where we're doing and you'll be able to see them on our personal page if you're in our private circle. Perfect, yeah, I love it.
0: I'll be sharing them too oh. <laughs> yeah, Thank you yeah, absolutely. so now let's get a little bit more personal because I think um it's so it's so fun to kind of tease apart that yin and yang and and look at like the the two individuals right? continue to. To really just share that and so one of the questions i love to ask is what is the legacy that you're working on on this planet right like what 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 do you want to be known for at the end of the day and
2: i'm pretty sure i could answer for both of you already but we want to hear it right from you well for mine it's um i've given a lot of thought over the last probably five or six months and you know when I was younger I used to have the microphone and I'd want to be at center stage and honestly now I just really want to be known for lifting other people up to what their passion is and kind of sit back and watch them grow and and kind of bathe in the fact that um, I got to be a part of that for them Um, I'm in a couple different organizations that you know it's service above self and I've Mm -hmm. kind of taken that to mean, to me personally is that's what we're all really here for. We're not here for self promotion. We're here to help other people. Um, but sometimes you have to build yourself up first. And I feel like I was able to do that the first part of my life mm-hmm. um, to give me the, the ingredients, I guess, and the structure and the self-confidence that I don't have to be center stage. It's really cool just to help other people get to that point. And that might sound self-serving as I hear it, but I don't usually talk about it. It's usually just something that's in my head. Um, and I had a great conversation with a gentleman who's been playing Santa Claus for 45 years. And we just talked for about 45 minutes on what he does. And he's, we're going to meet after the holidays to talk about how we can promote even what he does to make it bigger and stronger. And that has um, literally carried me through happiness up into this point probably for the rest of the day. So that's me. I love it. That's great. Okay. Doing business with Santa. <laughs>
0: That's great. Amanda, how about you? Oh,
1: goodness. I have to follow that. Um, Honestly, mine is more about the quiet ripples.
3: Mm. I like to
1: be... I don't need to be center stage, even though I do like attention from time to time. Um, I'm more concerned with how is this going to impact someone's life five years from now? How is this going to make a difference as it ripples out into the world, the the quiet ripples. And uh, Shelly and I actually did a fire walk recently. And on the part of this, and I didn't know this at the time, was you had to break a board. And on the back of the board, you had to write your lifetime goals. Mm. And I don't know where it came from, but it just flowed out of me and it said, to make ripples that impact at least two generations from now, and my name doesn't have to be attached. I just want to work with people who are going to elevate their passions and it's going to have long lasting positive uh, impacts on the community and those around us. It's it's not about me or Shelly, it's about what we can do for those around us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you that is exactly the essence of why I love this show. This is what I wanted to do here, is to gather the people in my life who live their lives, in such a way that we know you're having that ripple effect that will carry on long after, right? Um, and it part of that is being so crystal clear on the values that guide you, being clear on the passion that drives you, and walking that path, right? And, and the fact that you are not only doing that, but showing other people how to do that, is really incredible, because that is, that's where it's at.
2: No, and I have to add, if you don't mind for a moment. That Not at all. When, you know, when we met you, literally that I eminent, mean, it's like off of you. Like every question that you ask, every conversation you have with people, that's, that's what you do. You bring out the best. You make people recognize their passion and stuff. So I think it's great that you have this show to kind of share all that and share yourself so people can see that that is authentically who you are. So I think that's great.
0: That is really amazing feedback and I love it. Thank you. And
1: I'll piggyback off that because we have mutual clients that we have coached and I will get on the phone with the the mutual client and the person will say to me, well, Melissa said that I really just need to get out of my head and get it done. I'm like, and are you going to? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's you you two are walking the walk and talking the talk. So Mm -hmm. feel validated and knowing that others are seeing
0: what you are hoping to accomplish. Thank you, thank you. Well, and you know, in my world, network marketing—you know—we are still sort of working to overcome a lot of the old school stigma that has carried on, you know, over decades and generations, and rightfully so. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of practices that went on long ago that were so inappropriate that, you know, you know, people have struggled with this business model, um, and even still, because it is an independent consultant business, everyone sort of has the. The right to govern their business, to run their business however they want, right? And so there are still people who are aggressive in sales, or who are pushy, or you know who might influence someone, and then that affects our brand, right? Um, so what I love to teach people is like to to fairly quickly. Align with the brands, right, so when I talk about Arbonne, and I don't talk about it very often on this show, but when I talk about Arbonne, like talking about the fact that we've been around since 1980, so there's history, there's longevity, there's culture, Um, you know, it's been green since that time, Uh, it's something that's trendy and new for us, right, Um, we're all about being health conscious and healthy living from the inside out, and it's not just about the food you put in your body or what you put on your skin, it's about the thoughts, the ideas, like every, the people that you invite into your life, and so, quickly align with the brand, but then beyond that, it's doing the work that you're talking about, which is wh- who are you, right? So even when you're in network marketing, I think that's a misconception is people will say like, oh, I just align with the brand, I'm good, let's go. You have to go beyond that, who are you? You're still a business, you're still your own entity, so what are the values that you stand for that take you further up that mountain, right. that separate you from the people around you? And it's not that we have to be better than or compare ourselves to other, but, but it's really important that we're living our passion, we're living our purpose, we understand our values as our own internal navigation system on that journey. So you know, again, I, I couldn't be more happy that our paths crossed. Yeah. And three times in the last week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to share um, some time with another special guest, but then we're going to come back and, uh, and share some inspiration for our viewers, especially heading into the holidays. So in the meantime, we have um, a wonderful guest who is not in studio, but will be joining us. Uh, his name is Chris Felice. He was on our show several months ago. He is an investigator for Seneca County Sheriff's Department, a great friend of mine, a business partner, and recently has embraced his own passion, which is to bring all of the years of personal experience and also professional experience, both um, you know, in emergency services and the work that he's done in law enforcement most recently, really working with a lot of our most difficult cases, uh, which relate to everything from domestic violence to uh, abuse cases. And to take that into a podcast that brings new voice to these concepts of shame or shameless. So here we are with Chris Felice. All right, everybody, I'm here today with Chris Calice. He is an investigator for the Seneca County Sheriff's Department. <clears throat> and you probably recognize him from a recent show. He was on with his partner, Melinda Marcourt, to talk a little bit about getting involved in our community and, and how to really help um, kind of wrap our, our our hands and our hearts around some of the children in our community. and. Um, We're actually taking a turn with that message, and um, although we can continue to share those ideas, you could also go back to that podcast uh, from over the summer and take a listen yourself. I think this time of year, people really do get, um, you know, even more interested in how to help in giving back, but today's focus is actually to bring Chris back because as we left the show last time, an idea was sparked. For Chris to go ahead and get started in his own podcast. And so I wanted to take a moment to have him share a little bit of information so that you can stay tuned on iTunes for this new podcast, which is called Shame and Shameless Podcast. So, Chris, can you share a little bit about the birth of this new podcast and what it's all about?
3: So, Shame or Shameless Podcast is. it's going to be a podcast show. Uh, we're starting and we're actually, we're going to be launching in the beginning of January, uh, 2019. So we're in the, in the home stretch. This has been a a show in the making for a few months and, uh, I'm super excited about it. Uh, because it's, it's a well put together, um, show and, um, but it's it will be a show where we share stories, real stories uh, from all kinds of people, uh, but it will provide stories and, and messages to listeners everywhere uh, who may have come from a place of shame and moved to a uh A point in their life where they're no longer shameless or I'm sorry where they're no longer living in shame over a situation Uh, so that's where the shameless piece comes in but uh, also uh, a platform for people to share their stories that will resonate with other people and um, really bring people to a place of gratitude for um you know life's experiences um i think that it will provide you know our listeners with maybe a different way of thinking um that they can identify with in their own life and uh, you know hopefully move forward and uh if if they they choose they need to move forward in a direction uh, where they are you know become more self-aware and um more willing to step out and impact as many other people as they can in a positive way um because ultimately when we when we when we share our gifts with other people uh when we Create positive change. Uh, that changes us as well. Absolutely. So it's it's not all about me. It's about we. But it does come back full circle, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Chris, I'm so excited that you decided to just bring this, you know, bring this uh, out into the world when you did i think so often in life like we wait until there's ideal circumstances like oh well when i retire from this career i'll start that or uh, when i have more time i'll write that book or you know when i'm this you know we, we suffer from this like indefinite um, procrastination that has to do with fulfilling circumstances that typically never come to pass right life is always busy life is always messy life is always full of circumstances and it's how we choose to experience them and see them that makes the difference and um, shame is a really powerful emotion. Shame could be anything from, like, you know, uh, getting a bad grade in school to not living up to our parents' expectations or feeling like, you know, we uh, we aren't the, the the person that we would want to be seen through, like, our, our higher powers' eyes or whatever it might be. Um, and also, from all of your years in law enforcement, I know we've talked at great length about
2: what shame is like
0: you know when it comes to um you know a victim's experience you know when when someone um experiences something um you know a crime against them in this life you know like how often there's victim blaming and there's also that you know extended feeling of shame from that um so i think this is powerful and i'm so excited because uh, you decided not to put this off. You jumped right in. You did, you know, um, uh, just to put a quick plug in too, because, you know, you jumped into the 21 day challenge with American Real Live Child, um, began doing your, you know, one minute lives every day after having no, you know, experience really doing lives um, for that particular purpose, and then jumped into Podcaster Passion with the, the owner, uh, Roger Brooks and you know here we are like the beginning of the year again people stay tuned on itunes because this is this is about to happen so yeah i'm excited so chris i have a question what is like you know in what is one what is one message that you would love to pass along when it comes to your experience in law enforcement doing the work that you do Actually, can you share a little bit again with people who are watching because maybe they didn't watch the last episode what exactly it is you do now and then share that message.
3: Sure. So what I do. uh, Within law enforcement at this at this point in my career, I'm an investigator. I work, um, you know, with the the sheriff's office that I work for and with. uh, I'm a part of the Family Services Unit, uh, and so it's a unit comprised of myself and 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 one other person, my partner, um, Melinda Marquardt. Uh But but we together we work any family-related cases, any family, case, family services-type cases, which encompass a lot of different things. So, I mean, it,
0: domestic violence, child abuse, like all the tough stuff like that, right?
3: right so so we we work you know with child abuse cases um and and they're you know whatever type of abuse it is uh, that falls you know under the family services unit mm-hmm. uh, area of service we uh review and we assist um you know when needed with uh you know, assist the road patrol with domestic violence stuff, um, but also with making sure that everybody gets the services that they need. Um, and you know, we're we're really here to to help people, and so that's really you know what we do. But being with the with the unit, it has allowed us to really focus on those key areas though. So, um, child abuse cases can be really, um, think of the, with the can be really convoluted, I guess, can get really messy as far as, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of different pieces and there's a lot of follow-up work that needs to be done. And there's a lot of, um, other things that, um, go along with that. Uh, that need to be done, and so having a unit dedicated to those um, specific cases has created a, a huge opportunity for the the victims and the uh, other people who um, ultimately suffer along with the victims of those types of abuse or those types of crimes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a kind of a, you know, it's just a really more of a, a victim centered approach. And so we're so focused on, on getting services and, uh, you know, doing everything in a more, you know, the best, Possible way that it can be handled. So, uh,
0: what's your message for everybody?
3: So, my, my message for everybody is, is, I mean, I have a lot of messages that I'd like to to, to get out there, but, uh, you know, I guess based on. Uh, you know, the focused area that that I work within the message that I would like to share is that, um, you know, we have a major problem in society with blaming the victim uh, and a lot of these types of cases. So in in a lot of um, sexual assault cases, um, Child sexual abuse cases, domestic violence cases—we uh, have a, a big problem in this uh, country. I guess maybe even as a whole, uh, as to placing blame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that goes uh, generally in a direction that is uh, is directed toward the victim. Mm-hmm and so i would like to let the world know i guess that um you know that has a detrimental effect to our victims and to our people that are ultimately affected in these cases because when we when you have a case that involves let's just say serious domestic violence Mm -hmm. uh, type case um You know, the person that is directly impacted by their abuser is not the only person that is affected. Um, But with the way that we blame victims, it creates a whole lot of other um, troubles for holding people accountable. Uh, It creates a problem for You know, our our victims moving forward, uh, you know, to to get through that shame piece, mm-hmm. uh, it creates problems with people feeling supported. Um, it it I, I, the list just goes on and on and on. So I could I could say that that's probably my number one thing for today that I would like to share with the world is stop shaming the victims stop blaming the victim um, ultimately it and uh, a lot of cases that i've seen had i mean it it sways a jury right uh it allows violent offenders to walk free uh and not not held accountable for The things that they have done Mm -hmm. so it's empowering to the offender i guess it's empowering to the abuser uh one of the biggest fears that i always have in in any case that is that you know when you have an offender that is empowered not only by their actions but then by society
0: right Right.
3: That it amplifies that offender's actions to the next level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think about, you know, in a lot of these cases, uh, you know, e- e- even if it isn't even if the children aren't the, the victim, let's say in a domestic violence case, for example, but they're witnesses, you know, what what we also do is we continue to perpetuate this you know next generation of offenders because people get very confusing messages around you know how to behave and how to hold themselves accountable and what healthy relationships look like and you know and all of that and so we we really as human beings need to take a step back and just ask ourselves like how am i how would i feel in that person's shoes how would I want the world to see me? You know, how would, um, how would I expect my offender to be handled? Right. And, and, and really like constantly put ourselves in other people's shoes. So thank you for that.
3: Yeah. And I think that that is just such a, an easy way to put it. And so it's it's such an important thing to think about as human beings, (laughs) empathy,
0: Uh passion, yeah.
3: You know, just being empathetic to um another person's situation, you know, even if you don't agree with it, uh you know, you can still be empathetic. Even if you don't believe it, you can still put yourself in their shoes as to how they would feel and act accordingly. Um to that. So I think that far too often we don't think about, you know, other people's needs and we, you know, it's really easy to become uh part of a part of the problem uh, where it might not be so popular to become part of the solution. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I thank you, Chris, for being part of the solution, not only in your work that you're doing right now, but in the beginning of this podcast, because I think it's so important just to really get people to think, right? Get us to question, get us to, you know, um, really expand our understanding of other people's experiences. So thank you for that. So once again, everyone who's watching, stay tuned on iTunes for the Shame or Shameless podcast which will be airing uh, first thing in January. And in the meantime, you know, Chris, thank you so much for your service. I'm so grateful for both you and Melinda, um, you know, at this next unfolding of, you know, what, what the next five years looks like in all of our lives is going to be pretty amazing because the two of you have also um, help to fulfill this sort of unfolding vision for me as I use network marketing to lock arms with other people who are doing amazing work in the world so that we can use this as a platform to create great change. Right. So, um, so thank you. And yeah. everyone who's watching, stay tuned. iTunes, Shame or Shameless podcast. Thanks, Chris.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much, Melissa.
0: Got it. All right, so like I said at least 100 times, stay tuned on iTunes for the Shame or Shameless podcast. Um, That was Chris Felice, and I'm so excited for what he's kicking off the new year with. And in the meantime, we've got a couple pieces of inspiration for you to leave you for the holidays until we see you again in the new year, 2019. Um, We're going to start with Shelly. And I think what I want to ask Shelly is like, who, who is a mentor, someone that has really spoken to you in your lifetime,
2: um, whose words of wisdom might speak to our viewers? Um, okay, so I, um, as Amanda likes to say, I've worn 14 hats in my life, and each person probably, um, there's been somebody that's guided me. So, but currently, um, I went to a seminar, and I met a woman named Deborah West and Deborah West was a single mom, a real estate agent, worked for the same brokerage I was at at the time, and she created her own brokerage, and that's not why she inspires me, although I think that is all awesome, but she is now working in a system of coaching. So she became my coach, just a random, I met her, she became my coach, and she said to me, this is how real estate works, this is how you build a business, bing, 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 bing. She took the time to get to know me, to get to know my vision, my goals, what I wanna accomplish in life, including passions into profit with Amanda, and said, you know what? This is what I was taught to teach you. This is where we're gonna go with it. And she was able to completely turn all her training and coaching around Mm. to work with me. Um, And that inspires me because that's what I would love to do with other people. We get so caught in, this is the way that we need to go, this is the way we need to go to be successful. And there's more than one path in life to take. So um thank you Deborah West because she does follow things that I do uh, for being open-minded and encouraging and reminding me that it's okay if I take a different path. I love it. I love it. I'm constantly sharing that
0: concept in network marketing. you know just like real estate, there are principles that are timeless right, right? Yes. yes but the techniques, are going to change over time and adjust according to the individual person because if we're going to showcase that authenticity, then we have to be willing to adapt and evolve. So. Can,
2: can I give you one example? Of what yeah. you said? So in real estate, they say cold call, cold call, you need to call 10 people a day. And I did it, and it was successful, but I was miserable. Mm. And turns out that my connecting in the community, my videos, my joining different groups, and being part of other people's fundraising are my 10 contacts. So I don't sit on the phone and make calls anymore, but I'm still doing my 10 touches that they tell you that you need to do per day in real estate. I'm just doing it a different way. And that's in any business, there's always a different way, but you still need to accomplish the goal at the end of the path.
0: Right, so the principle is get in front of new people. Correct. Right, and build relationships. Mm -hmm. Technique is different, I love it. Amanda, so for your inspiration, is there any particular quote or song or lyric or anything that stands out to you that you could share with our viewers? Oh my goodness. Um,
1: I have one standby quote that I have used since my yearbook quote. Love it. <laughs> We're not going to put the year out there, um, even though it was last week. And the quote, I actually heard it on TV during one of the 9-11 mass funeral services. wow! And it was from a priest that, I apologize, I can't name, but he said, courage is only fear that has said a prayer. And Mm. to me that from that point on is, yeah, it's scary, go do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So whenever I hit a fear wall, I just, we're gonna do this and I go. Um, and I use that in business. I use that with my kids. I use that in my marriage. I use that with Shelly because Shelly goes, Hey, let's start to do business. And I went, Okay. <laughs> 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 I love so it. So I hit the wall and then you push through it. And yeah. uh, the, it, it just reminds you that the only thing in between you and success is yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So I will share with you totally transparent, completely vulnerable. Every time I sit down at this desk, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that I'm going to say some incredibly silly thing. You know, my hands sweat every time I sit down, so there's always marks on the desk and I purposefully stay put. Um, But you have to absolutely feel the fear and do it anyways. Yeah, Susan Jeffries wrote a book by that title, actually. That really spoke to me, but that so brilliantly segues to the inspiration that I wanna leave everyone with. So, heading into the new year, um, if you want to stay inspired every single day, a couple of months ago, we had a guest on, Mark Hayford. He is uh, a DJ extraordinaire. Uh, he is an author, he's a speaker, he is also in Arbon. He's an incredible man all the way around. And um, he recently wrote his second book. So his first bestseller was Get Up. And now this next book is 365 Days of Encouraging You to Attack Life. So go out, get the book, and spend 2019 making it your best year yet. I wanna thank these ladies for joining me in studio. I wanna thank all of you for watching. I am so grateful. I'm grateful for Finger Lakes One, everybody here. So have an incredible holiday season and we'll see you in the new year.